Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is Haley. And Jaden. And we're so excited. Welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. We can't wait to get into this podcast today. Yes, we're so pumped. God has given us something else to share with you guys. And um, we have officially, hopefully when you're seeing this, we'll have a new podcast cover that Haley made. Hopefully. We got uh, pictures taken last week and we wanted to use them for our podcast promotional stuff. And we just updated the cover photo and it said it might be 24 hours. So you might not see it yet or hopefully you will. Yeah, I think you probably will. Um, But even if you don't, if you're listening to this the next day, you'll see it. This is our third podcast of the year, three weeks in a row. We're going strong. We haven't <laughs> we haven't skipped a week this whole year yet. That's right. Yeah. And hey, if you have an opportunity and you've gotten anything from our podcast, please take the time to rate us on Apple Podcast and like and hit the bell if they have a bell on Spotify. Yes, and for all you Samsung people, however you listen, rate us on there. Yeah, if nothing else, <laughs> it would help us just to like our Facebook page and share it. So Yes, yeah. that would also help. So with that being said, let's jump into what we believe the Lord gave us for the podcast today. And uh, today we're going to be talking about leaving a legacy. Leaving a legacy. So uh, when I looked up the word legacy, it had a different meaning than what I thought the word meant. And uh, the, the Merriam-Webster definition is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from someone from the past. And so... Uh, that's not really what I thought the word meant. You know, I thought it was kind of like what you've left behind, you know, what kind of ideas or progress you've left behind, which it's actually used in that way in, in our yeah. language today. So we do mean it in that way as well. I would say when I think of legacy, I think of something good. I do too. You yeah. know, a legend. Yeah. They're a legend. Right. You exactly. know, it's usually something good. It's not usually someone who did bad things on earth that you're like, they're a legend. Right. You exactly. know, <laughs> or like yeah. their legacy, you know. Which, I mean, it could be bad, obviously, by the definition, but I think most of the time when we talk about it, we're thinking about good things. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about today, leaving not just behind good things, but God things. Yes. And so uh, that word, leaving something transmitted or received from an ancestor or predecessor, that got me thinking about generational curses and generational blessings and just uh, the importance of what you leave behind and what you might have inherited from your ancestors that you may or may not know about, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I've heard this term, it's probably from Facebook or something, but it said it ran into the family until it ran into me. Yep, that's so good. Yeah, and there's some things, you know, that our parents might have dealt with, our grandparents might have dealt with, you know, struggled with certain sins or um, or some addictions or whatever it is, you know, and you pick that up just because... You're in the generation, and the mm-hmm. enemy can work through generations if you don't kick him out. And so that's something you know we have to deal with as Christians. We have to recognize that my family might have been uh, alcoholics for the past ten generations, but now that it's with me, I'm giving it to I'm God. Stopping and, it, yeah, yeah. It's not going on past me. That's like it's so true. If you ever think about it, have you ever heard someone that has like grown up with parents that like drink or smoke or do something, and then like. Like to the point where they're addicted to it, and then like the kid will say, "I'm never doing that." Right, exactly. But then they grow up and they end up doing it. Yes. And like most of the time, if we don't deal with those things that um, are sinful and just like not godly and things, any addiction or things that's bad, if we don't deal with it and take it head on and make a decision to make that let that stop with you, a lot of times we end up falling into that same cycle. Yes, and a lot of it is spiritual, you know. Most people don't think of it as spiritual. It's just, you know, addiction. It's just something people do. It's just something people, most people do for fun until mm-hmm. it gets to a place where... But it is spiritual. And so even if 
uh, your parents and their grandparents, whatever, that they dealt with this generational curse. And even if you never drank the first drink of, and you you know all your family's alcoholics and you never take that first drink, well, you might still be carrying that spirit to the next generation. And though it might not, it might not uh, take a hold with you, but your kids might still have the spirit. So we need to deal with the spiritual side mm-hmm. and cast the devil off, you know, so we don't pass that on. Uh, and there are things that um, that you might be struggling with or you might have from generational curses that you never knew your parents dealt with as well. You know, so there are things that that you're going through that they may have hidden all their lives. Their grandparents may have hidden all their lives and, you know, their sin will find them out. But maybe you never knew about it. And so basically what we're saying is you're born with baggage. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to deal with that baggage. We're born into a sinful world. Right. And no fault of your own and some of that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, the enemy just has more access because your lineage and through your family tree, but you have the authority in Jesus Christ to get rid of that stuff. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important to um, just be open and honest about things that we struggle with, you know, and like seek help for it, like not hide it. Yes. Because not only for your sake, which is for your sake, obviously, that God wants to set you free, but also for your children's sake and your family's sake and for to show anybody, not just your family, that, this is possible to be free from it is possible for me to not blah 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 you know like it is possible to have freedom yes there's freedom in christ and you're exactly right about being open and honest because a lot of people especially after they get saved they think oh i have to be perfect so i can't let anybody know that i'm dealing with this Mm -hmm. you know and so they never deal with the problem they just sweep it under the rug they never address the generational curse and so it doesn't stop with them Mm-hmm. You know, so you have closet drinkers and you have people, uh, pastors dealing with pornography addictions, you know, all this stuff just because they would never admit they had a problem and let God set them free from it. Yeah, a lot of times me and Jaden have talked about this before. Like um, one of the ways the enemy can keep you bound is to like get you to hide exactly. and get you alone and get you embarrassed. Because yes. when you're embarrassed, I mean, it is embarrassing, but no you know, but to isolate yourself whenever you isolate yourself and want to hide your sin that's when he can keep you there yes because if you really if you logically think about it you know on one hand you're going to be embarrassed for a moment but free forever on the other hand you'll skip that embarrassment but you'll struggle and be down and you know just you know weigh you down for the rest of your life if you don't deal with it and so as a christian we had to take on that humility that hey we're going to deal with this thing no matter what it costs us because we want to go farther with god and he has good things for us yes amen so, uh, yeah, and also not only generational curses, but there's also a good thing, you know, generational blessings. And we want to talk about what what can we leave down to our kids? What's our legacy going to be leaving them down yeah. to, the, you know, we don't have kids yet, but uh, even maybe not even your kids, what do you leave behind to other people that you come in contact with? Yeah, basically just like, what is your legacy? What are people going to remember you as? Who are they going to remember you as? Um, how are they going to remember, like, how you treated them you know what are they going to remember about how you treated them what are they going to remember about how you talk to them how you know how you carried yourself right yeah i've seen a quote before that said uh people don't remember every conversation you had but they remember how you made them feel Mm -hmm, that's good yeah and so making people feel loved making them feel the love of christ you know uh carrying jesus with you wherever you go not not being the person who's always bitter and complaining in conversation you know those are little things but they have a lasting impact on your legacy and mm-hmm. what you leave behind this world when we go. That's so true. Like, what do you leave when you walk out of a room? Mm-hmm. Do you leave, like, you know, people feeling down and sad? Or do you fit, Do you leave them being uplifted and, like, on a positive note? And, like, you know. Yes. Because, I mean, basically with the fruit of the Spirit. 
because that's what a real legacy, a real godly legacy is going to be followed by fruit. Yes. And the fruit that you had in your life, love, joy, peace, you know, and like showing people that, that's what they're going to remember you by. Mm-hmm. And I think about um, whenever somebody has to do your funeral one day, you know, is it going to be when they get up there to talk about you, is it going to be, yeah, I think they were a Christian. They went to church for their most of their life. Or is it going to be, I know this person loved the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. everywhere they went, people felt the love of God. They, they carried the, the joy of the Lord with them and they made a lasting impact and they changed the world, you know, little by little. They don't have to be big or famous, but they changed the world of those around them. Yes, that's so good. And so that's a legacy. And like you were saying, even just walking out of a room, you can leave a legacy little by little. It don't have to be, you know, after you die, what's your legacy, but what's your legacy after you walk out of a room or what's your legacy on what you did at this job, you know? Yeah, I think it's also important to realize, like, say you just got saved or you've been a Christian, but you've struggled in this area and you've been like a negative person. You know, you haven't really, you feel like you haven't properly lived a life for Christ in front of others. But don't let that get you down and don't let the enemy hold you back saying they're not going to, you know, I've had like stuff, um, the enemy try to hold me back in moments like that before. Like if I've messed up in front of someone or like uh, maybe not been in the best mood and like the enemy will try to tell me, well, don't act all happy today because you weren't last time, you know, and I was even like, I don't want them to think I'm a psycho, you know, (laughs) mad one day, happy the next. But don't let the enemy tell you those lies because God can transform you god can change you and god sees your effort that you put in whenever you really try with all your heart and that he he will slowly transform you into being more and more like him and it's okay to even if your past wasn't perfect in the way you portrayed yourself wasn't perfect or the way you acted around other people maybe you uh, weren't the best godly example but now you change your mind and you want to be. It's yes. okay. You can stop that right there and start leaving a godly legacy today. Right, because the Bible says His mercies are new every morning, you know. So you might have acted one way yesterday and you repented for it and God forgave you for it. So let's not let's not drag our feet on it. You know, let's let's get past it and move through it. Because one way the enemy can keep us bound is by just like what you're saying, convince you. Well, don't change so fast. You know, people are going to think weird if you if you make that switch so fast. No, you just do what God says, and you just obey Him and let Him take care of the rest. And I mean, that's a legacy in itself. People seeing the testimony of who who God is and how He can really change you. Right. Because, I mean, I've heard great things about people that weren't a Christian, and then they changed their lives, and people at their job have been like, wow, they, they really got saved. Like, yes. God's really changed their life. No doubt. And that is just a testimony to people that, hey, I might not have been perfect in the past. I'm still not perfect, but... God is really working on me, and He's changed my life. Yes, and we heard somebody say today, um, you know, it's not about how many times you mess up, it's about how how many times you get up, Mm -hmm. you know? So you just keep getting up. That itself is a legacy to leave behind, that you never quit, you never gave up, you never gave up on God just because you made a mistake. Right, and we may not reach perfection on this life. We probably won't be perfect while we're still living on this earth, but... Our goal is always to be perfect, and the Bible tells us to be perfect because that's our pursuit. To strive. Strive for perfection. Pursue perfection, pursue, but really you're not pursuing, sorry, pursuing perfection. You're pursuing Christ, and in pursuing Christ, He's making you perfect in who who you're meant to be. Right. Amen. Uh, So, yeah, the question, what lasting impact will you leave behind? 
what lasting impact will you leave behind today? Where you know whatever your plans are, whatever maybe you're running errands, maybe you're going to work, maybe you're going to get groceries, whatever. What lasting impact will you leave in those little moments? Mm-hmm. And what lasting impact will you leave with your whole life? You know, Haley brought up a scripture um, earlier before we started recording and talking about James four fourteen. It says, "Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away." So our lives are very short. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, thinking about the Bible and the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon uh, talked a lot about vanity, how people, go, they chase after all these things and money and experiences and all this stuff. And he says, it's all vanity. It's all worthless when you look at the grand scheme of things. And that's just what I wonder. I wonder if the life that we live, um, is it vanity? Are we living in Are we living in vain or are we pursuing things and living for things that matter? Yeah, I think it's so easy for, especially in the world, it's so easy for all of us to get caught up in things Mm -hmm. and chasing things and chasing being successful, which, I mean, you should want good things for yourself. At the same time, when that's what we have our eye on, that's our prize, you know, chasing things. I want more. I need this. I need this materialism, you know, Um, your job or making more money, making more money. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in those things more than we get caught up in God. And yes. we try to make, we try to leave behind this legacy of wealth, yeah. this legacy of I hope people know my name, you know, on, you know, right. I hope I uh, make an impact on social media, you know, influencers, all that stuff. But really, what matters more? Yes. And like you said, that scripture, life is but a vapor. It just means life is so short. Our life on earth is so short compared to our life in eternity, you know? Right. Like one day in heaven, we're going to look back on our earthly life and it's going to be like, what the heck? That felt like five minutes. Right. This you is know? a free trial, you know? <laughs> it's like, that felt like five minutes. I've seen like a timeline before that was like our whole life, even in like eternity that just kept going on and on. And then this tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny section, it says like our life on yeah, earth. That's right. And it's like, I mean, really think about it. Say if we even live to a hundred, a hundred years compared to eternity. Right. And our, But our life here on earth determines our eternity. Yeah, exactly. How powerful is that? This small, short, short section determines where we spend forever. You know, so how important really is it to to pursue, you know, all those things at your job or all those material things, how important really is it? Because what the bottom line comes down to, if we really pursue God with all our hearts and we put Him first and we and we live our lives for Him, the Bible says He knows what you have need of before you ask Him. Mm-hmm. He's going to make sure your needs are met. He's going to take care of you, you know? Yeah. And so we need to rest in that and pursue Him because He's what really matters and He is what's really important. And people need Jesus. Yeah. You know, there are hurting and dying people out there who don't know Christ and and he wants to know him, and he has good things for him. He created him. And uh, so just thinking about leaving a legacy, and tomorrow is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And so Martin Luther King Jr., he was a preacher, and he left uh, a lasting legacy for um, civil rights and, and you know, and segregation. segregation and working against racism and all that stuff. And so, you know, that's a legacy that he left. You know, he, he was a yeah. gospel-preaching man, and he also made a difference in the world around him. And so now... Secular people and Christians alike, they Everyone both celebrate him. him. Everybody celebrates him. Everyone knows him. Everyone knows the legacy that he left behind. Right. He's and, a legend. <laughs> right. And God gets the glory because when it comes down to it, God created all people, you mm-hmm. know? And so God is a, God likes civil rights. God likes no segregation, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. He is the author of life, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Skin color doesn't determine whether or not God created you or not. God created all people. Yep, exactly. And so, I mean, we all are cha- we all want to leave a legacy behind. It's just important. What legacy are you going to leave behind? And yes. I mean, MLK legacy, you know, like bomb, amazing. Everyone knows his legacy. And not everyone may know your legacy. I'm not. You might not be famous. You know, Amen. you might not do something that's wow, changes the world. But you are changing the world slowly right. but surely on your own time. Even just the whole world might not might not know your legacy, but your family will know your yeah. legacy, and your coworkers, and your friends. Yeah, you might your community. Fifty people that you come in contact with might come to know Christ because of you, and that is a legacy. Yeah, it is. You know, five people that is a legacy. You know, changing people's eternities for Christ that's a legacy. And what really stirred this up in me is I was reading through the New Testament uh, and I got to Second Timothy and Paul kind of addresses, he's looking back on his life. He's getting older, older in the ministry. And he, he's now he's thinking about, you know, he goes through these books and he's talking about to live as Christ and to die as gain uh, because he's at that place where he's made a really big impact. And he is now looking to the day that he gets to spend forever with Jesus. But he says in Second Timothy 4, 6 through 8, he says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. You know, and so Paul looks back, and Paul wrote two thirds of of the New Testament. He wrote two thirds of of the Christian principles that we follow today. And he's looking back on his life and saying, you know, I did it for God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, and you can read through the, all the stuff he had to endure, you know, uh, prison and shipwrecks and being beaten and stuff. And he said it was all worth it. You know, I did it for God. I fought the fight. I, I, I ran the race. And now God has a crown for me when I get to heaven where, it really, where it's really going to matter. And so that's what started us up in me. What are we doing with our lives? Are we living for things that matter? When we get to the end of our days, are we going to look back and say, You know, I spent my whole life chasing money and material things and things that don't matter. Are we going to look back on our lives and say, man, I gave it all to God, you know, and and he used me. Yeah, I think like in the moments that you feel like it's hard to pursue God or in the moment where like you have a choice to sin or to pursue God, it's important to see that moment and take a step back and think, okay, in the lens of eternity, in the lens of, you know, my life what does what really matters right now and what do i really want to do yes and i know it's it's hard but it takes maturity to be able to step back from a situation and think okay i don't want to make a mistake right now right or even you feel like god is calling you to tell somebody about jesus or comfort somebody or correct somebody or whatever it is step take a step back and think okay this might be a little uncomfortable right now and i might get a little bit uneasy and out of my comfort zone but in a lot of eternity, this might change this person's path. Mm-hmm. You know, this might be what God is, this might be the starting point for what God's wanting to do in this person's life. Exactly. That's so good. Yeah. So we're just so pumped that you guys have joined us for today. And we hope that you have been encouraged to, to live your life, to leave a legacy behind and to break off those generational curses. Yes. A godly legacy. We thank you for listening. We appreciate you and we love you. Thank you for pursuing with us.